Hey, Alex, thanks for being here, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome stuff. So uh, I think we're like 10 weeks into the pandemic and lockdown and the business shutdown. So how you doing? Hanging in there. Hanging in there like every other American. Uh, you know, just trying to stay positive and keep the motivation throwing. You know, it's only going to be temporary. So Yeah, and it is temporary. And I think we're slowly – are you seeing any um, indication that we're getting back to clo- – or, or on a run movement to back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that means anymore? Is that, oh, I mean, there's a little more traffic on the road nowadays uh-huh. because a lot of things are opening on with the yellow phase, but um, I think a lot more people are getting out more and, and doing some things that they still can do with social distancing, so yeah. that's good. They're not just going to be stuck at home and wallowing. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's not going to help anybody. No. I mean, uh, there's just so many things I want to talk to you about today. First and <laughs> foremost, uh, you came on my radar as we talked off camera you know, uh, two years ago. And it was just an incredible amount of uh, social media follows, especially on Twitter. And as I started doing my deep dive and so forth, you were an early adopter of, of Twitter in a big way, yeah. bigger than, from what I can tell, any other individual in Pittsburgh or Southwestern PA in that era. Wow, yeah. I can't find anyone that had a bigger following. And I want to talk to you, talk a little bit about how that happened, because it sounds like it happened organically for you. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, Twitter, when that came out, it was new. I mean, we just had MySpace. Um, MySpace. Which was, which <laughs> was classic. <laughs> I actually never deleted my MySpace, but it deletes itself. I wish I had some of those photos just to uh-huh. look back on, because uh-huh. that was, like, before Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Twitter came out, and no one really knew what it was, because it was just words. That's, uh-huh. that's all it was. And I got on it, and... Just started saying your thoughts, and this was way before, obviously, social media took off. Now everyone has a thought and opinion on everything, but... You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Back then, Twitter was where you would go to get the news first, get everything first. You know, someone drove by an accident, and they're tweeting, hey, there's an accident on Route 19 here. So you would get everything there first before. Right. So that was was pretty cool. And um, I guess, yeah, just being on it, I think, uh, uh, what, uh, 2009, I think, um, I looked back. 2009, I got on and just positivity just posting mm-hmm. my thoughts and organically you know people picked up and started retweeting it and it started to grow has it always been uh going back to the inception of twitter was it always 140 characters have they changed yes. that no was there in the beginning were you able to do all the linking and all that in the beginning i don't i, I don't so. believe so and i don't believe it was you could really post pictures back then okay i think you could have obviously a profile picture but i don't think i could post a picture and a sentence back then because of the characters okay the content but now you can post pictures videos everything now did you were you always a technology buff did you mean did you always you know obviously you grew up in uh, in richland right yes okay yeah. so is computers always something that you dug or not i did because well you got to figure i grew up with the cell phone changing uh-huh. you know back from the, the the flip razor phone that everybody wanted yes that i looked at now as more of a um not a phone for it's me. It's coming back, right? I mean, isn't there like flip uh, smartphones now? It or is, something? yeah. But then yeah. I I got in the BlackBerry because I had the keyboard. Right on. And I was like, I can text faster. And then that Sidekick came out. <laughs> sidekick, oh my god, T-Mobile that, had that, right? Yeah, that I could go on the internet. Yeah, that's right. So that's I switched right. to T-Mobile yeah. to have the Sidekick to be able to go on the internet. I remember that. And then you know I stayed with BlackBerry, and then iPhone came out, and I I was like, I'm never gonna get an iPhone. No one understands that, and. I live and die by it. I mean, everything I have is Apple. So, well, it's funny. My first reaction, thinking back then, was after I couldn't get my BlackBerry up because 
Oh, touchscreen? I'm never going to be able to oh, type yeah. on a touchscreen. I no, wanted that one, but I never got work. it. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't. There was a BlackBerry at yep. the end that had a touchscreen, right? Yeah, you actually pushed it in, though. It was not just like the touch. You yeah, actually had to push in. It was different. I said it wasn't bad, but I'm like, no, I need the buttons. I need the buttons. Yeah, and then that went away. Though I don't know. I think I think the first couple Android early phones. 2000. Yeah. yeah. So you went to Apple right away. I would ever right away. I went to Google. I, I had that Google. What the heck? What G1. The, the thing that slid out like. I think I had one something? of those, like the Windows phone. I, I had, had a Windows phone, too. That lasted about a week. Yeah, I couldn't understand <laughs> it. I said, it's like a computer. You have to exit out of everything. It's still, I'm like, I don't, take me back to uh, BlackBerry. But I had all of them, the Curve. Okay. I think the Pebble. Uh, the Pebble. Wow, what else are there? The the bigger one, I, I loved it. It was just so high tech, and that's what everyone had back then was the BlackBerry. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, BlackBerry Messenger. You could only message people that had BlackBerry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. There wasn't any, there wasn't much cross platforming going on there at all. No. Now, no, there was Twitter on those devices, though, right? Yes. It was just basically like you sending a text message. Like that's all you saw. Okay. You couldn't really see retweets and likes and stuff. You could just send a text, we'll say, and okay, it went on. But if you're on a um, a desktop computer, you could see everything. Because I had to wait till I got home. Like, oh, that got. Wow, 50 retweets. But I didn't know all day because you couldn't see it on the phones back then. Got it. But you started on MySpace. That was your first social yes. media platform. Well, AOL Instant Messenger was my first. AOL. Oh, my <laughs> God, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, did you go to Twitter before uh, finally going to Facebook? or was this, you, were you, Did you reach Facebook later? I think I reached Facebook later. Okay. Because when Facebook came out, it was you know just for colleges and then only people in your college. Right. And then it started to expand to everybody in college. Right. And then now to the world. And I'm like, okay, now everyone's on it. And it's yeah, just yeah. here. It's not that niche now. But uh, I still stayed with Twitter because Twitter was really big back then because you could have an opinion on it. Um, Facebook, you know, I say Twitter, you say stuff on Twitter that you wouldn't say on Facebook because you have friends and family on your Facebook. <laughs> So, <laughs> is that how it works? That, that's the difference because people are like, "What's the difference between Facebook and Twitter?" I'm like, "That's the difference." <clears throat> so that's how yeah. it works. Okay, you would right. you would tweet something See, that you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you got your mom, your, your dad on there. You're not gonna yeah. post something. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to say Facebook was geared more toward the older folks. Because it is. There's, the it, demographic has to be. I don't think it was older. geared towards that. I just think it was. A more calmer realm back then. It okay, was. and it still is. It still is. Besides a lot you of think? rants and things and ads and just everything. Yeah, I go to my homepage. I'm like, all right, I'm done with that. Like, it's just too much. It, it, is each po let me ask you this? There was something. I thought MySpace was wonderful, but I think MySpace killed themselves because they allowed too much customization. You could put. Well, that was what's great about it. You basically had your own website. But the, the the bandwidth wasn't fast enough to deliver yeah. it all. Yeah. Do you, you, could, you could put music on. You could have your top eight. That was a whole issue back then. Yeah, if you weren't in the top eight. Yeah, true. And true that. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> bit of a social yeah. snafu. Yep. And then they made it uh, so you could do twelve and sixteen. Now I remember. So, but it was just cool because you had your own website. So I guess it it helped me because I'm building something now. I'm not building a MySpace. I'm building a personal website that anyone can go to. Yeah. And now it just transformed. You know, like Twitter is not a website. You have to actually go to Twitter.com and, you know, search a, a name. But, you know, you have a picture, a bio, and then, mm -hmm. you know, all your tweets. 
And then now Facebook is more website-wise because you can just do so much on Facebook. Well, they, yeah, they want so much of your background. They want they, well, they give you the opportunity to enter so much so about much. about you. Yeah, and I and I you know for business folks, I find it wonderful for running any kind of uh, any kind of business or uh, or something like this show. Yeah. But it's not as streamlined. No. I mean, Twitter is definitely the meats and bones, and you just get at it and just go. I said it. It's there. You know, I go on Facebook, so-and-so left this job and started here. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Just too many updates on not irrelevant things, but just... Oh, there's a lot of irrelevancy on there. There is, but, you know, just things that, like, okay, you started working here in 2008. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Just because you finally updated your information and, you know. But. It's so, yeah, it's so, um, and there's still a lot of quirky things about the platform, uh, but it's certainly, they're the behemoth. In regards to Twitter, talk a little bit about the changes, if there have been any, on the platform that, uh, I, obviously, be, the enabling you to post a photo was one of them. Correct, right? yeah. Just the photos and videos now. Um, I'm not sure if you had hashtags back then. Hmm. That, yeah, that I don't I know the history of the hashtag. Don't know. Okay. But Twitter, it's it's a voice for the people, is, is what I would say, because you can say stuff. It's not filtered. Like, you can't say things on Facebook. Like, they'll get deleted. You'll get banned from Facebook or in Facebook jail, I guess. I mean, I've never been in it. I haven't either, but, I, but I've, I've worried that I'm going to be. It's a thing. You know, if so many people, I don't know, report you. Yeah. That's not going to happen on Twitter. Well, Twitter's the wild that's west, what it's, right? That's what it's for. I mean. That's what it's for, to just go out there. That's why you see all these... You know, the celebrities, athletes, journalists, everyone just saying their mind on there and not worrying about, oh, right. this is going to get taken down. This is, I'm going to get banned from Twitter. That's what it's for, is to speak your mind. Okay. Which is my opinion, you know. Is that always healthy? <laughs> it depends on who's speaking their mind. Um, I mean, I use my platforms to just put out there what I want to put out there. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of positivity, yep. stuff to make you think. Right. Um, life quotes, life hacks is, you know, what I call them. Yeah, yeah. And now it just, everyone's doing it, and they're like, oh, you're trying to be like so-and-so. I'm like, I've been, if you go look on my Twitter, if you want to scroll all the way back, I've been posting the same kind of way yeah. that, you know, these people now that have millions of followers are doing. And I'm like, I've been doing that. Right. And I'm like, I actually said that years ago. <laughs> And now, it sounds familiar, but um, it's good. I mean, it's a great platform to have. Um, you know, business-wise, not really, because no one's really going to business to check. Besides, like, you know, like the big companies like Burger King, right? stuff like that, Chick-fil-A, they have Twitters, and, you know, they're, they're posting a lot of stuff. But you're not going to go to a mom-and-pop Twitter page to try to find out their hours or anything. You go to Facebook to do that. Because right. you can write your reviews. You can do all that on Facebook. You can't do any of that on, on Twitter. It's just the basics. It's 140 characters. Mm-hmm. Say what you want. Move on. Are there add-on apps that enable you to write more than 140? No. Nope. I mean, I could write a tweet that's 140 characters, and then I can click on my tweet that I wrote and start a thread. Okay. So you can read the whole thread, but it's 140, 140, 140, 140. Huh. So they're, that, so they're maintaining the rigidity there. But no one's going to keep scrolling to read thread, thread, thread. That's why... I like it because, like, my Instagram now, well, my Instagram, it's 140 characters or less. So you have to be really good with your words to right. accomplish what you want to. I mean, sometimes I use a, just the letter U instead of Y-O-U because it takes too much out. And Got it. The and symbol instead of and. And number two instead of, you know, T-O, T-O-O. So right. it's just 
so much playing with that because it's only 140 characters. Um, we talked off camera a little bit about how it, it was like it just yours just took off yeah. and you were being followed yeah. um, by by I guess the word celebrity is tossed around a lot, but certainly people of, of significant interest and quote unquote celebrity and athletes and so forth. Um, give me a couple of names early on that it, when you first saw it, like holy shit, yeah. why the hell is he following me for? <laughs> um, probably early on, it, the, one of the the first ones that I can remember that was. You know, really impressive to me was uh, Talib Kweli, and a lot of people don't know who he is because um, he went sort of underground rap now. Mm-hmm. But he had a song called "Just to Get By," that used to be my alarm clock on my <laughs> fo- on my phone. <coughs> so right you know, "Just to Get By" and like Jay Z reference him in some songs. Right, as, as he wished he was uh, lyrically Talib Kweli. Like he's a decent name, right? With like the Lauren Hills, the Roots. Got it. So that he followed me, and I was like, "Wow, that's I, this was my alarm clock for." years and years and years and now he's actually following me and actually i met him he did a benefit concert in pittsburgh um at the convention center and um i saw he, he posted it and i hit him up i said oh thanks for inviting me he's like come down so i actually came down was backstage with him saw just to get by perform live right on. um my cell phone actually died and i had to ask the security guy i said give me your phone i'm recording this and i texted it to myself so i had it <laughs> But, uh, you know, just different opportunities because you have no idea the, the reach that something you think is very simple could have. Yeah, no question. No idea. That's what that's the fun about it every day. You uh, mentioned, too, off camera that there was a, um, uh, I guess it was a modeling contest on yeah. <laughs> Twitter. Yep. And you won that. Yes. And? Um, so that was for a clothing line called Aku. Um, which is T.I.'s clothing line. It right. stands for a king of oneself. Um, so I got flown out to, to New York, uh, I think it was a weekend for the weekend, to take some shoots for uh, the website and clothes, and I also got to take some some of the clothes back, which is pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. Met T.I. and got to see New York, and it was nice. It was a good time. Yeah, I bet. It was a good time. And that, and that was um, that, that had to seem a little surreal, too. It, it did, again, yeah. It's just a social platform which you adopted and just dove into it. Yeah. Just it's, everyone that follows you, like, hey, you should do this, you should do this. And I'm like, sure, you know, throw your name in there just because they follow you. And however you are, I'd like to be the same person I am online that I am offline. I know some people aren't. But if people that are following you for years, they sort of know how you are. So then they'll reach out and be like, hey, I was thinking about you for this. They don't even know you. But they've right. just been seeing how you do it. And then they're like, oh, sure. Yeah, you know, I'll throw my name in that hat and see what happens. Why not? You don't speak very often. Like, no audio <laughs> clips or very little video yes. on your social media. That's Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And Facebook, for that matter. Yep. So, it was odd when you came in today. I'm like, so that's what his voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it amazing you grew that as those platforms so big without using video and or audio. Yeah. Because that's what everybody immediately goes to. Correct, yeah. Especially in business. I mean, we're, we're told, I'm, I'm in real estate, we're told you need to connect. I get it to a degree. I get it. But for personal branding, it's a little different. You took the other route. I, I took the other route indirectly. Um, I just, I'm the person that I don't, if it's not comfortable for me to do, I'm not going to do it. Um, so like talking to you, it's comfortable for me. Um, there's not a camera in my face. I'm not just holding my cell phone, walking down the street, taking a video of me walking somewhere. So to me... That's not really relatable. Um, 
and you know back with Twitter so I would take I'd rather write a tweet and post a tweet on my my Instagram page now you can share that right you're not right. gonna really share a video of me talking even though I could be dropping mad knowledge you're more likely to share just a post mm-hmm. and keep it moving so that's just what i do it and now i realize that i really don't talk on my pages and i'm like i have to keep it that way because it's when i do talk people are like oh what, what is he going to say this is some big news so well, it could be some opportunity yeah there you yeah. know for sure um and we, we, we again we talked off camera the, the power of social media you made a, a couple posts about all of us kind of living in pandemic and you happen to harmlessly use the word depression yes uh, just to talk about you know what we're all going through mm-hmm. in a very general way, and of course, all these people reach out to you, family and so forth. So it's a, that had to show you the not only the power of words, but the power of the platform, right? Exactly. I mean, people just everyone reached out. People that you haven't seen since high school that your Facebook friends with, you know, just happen to see the post. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to clarify. I was trying to portray some positivity through this time period. And my mindset is we are all struggling with some form of depression. Right. Um, none of our lives are perfect. There's things we would change. So that was the, the main point. And then the other point was everyone's trying to be successful at some endeavor that they're trying to do. And if you take out the first point, you would accomplish that. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to deal with the first point in order to get to wherever you want to be was, was you know, <laughs> what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> the way I worded it maybe didn't come out the right way, but, um, you know, it, it got the job done. A lot of people reached out, and a lot of people also reached out and saying that they, they, they struggle, you know, with depression and things like that, too. So it was good that I was that honest indirectly. Right. Uh, I'm about it to show light to other people because everyone looks, oh, they, they're struggling with that, too? Wow. So I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you're putting a, a face to um, – I hate to say the word cause, but you're putting a face to it now. So you're like, oh, wow, they, they do that too. So I got to keep going as well. You know, Talk a little bit is, it's a little esoteric, but if you can talk a little bit about your thoughts on the benefits, and there are a lot, of what social media has done for, for society. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a deep question. I don't even know, do the benefits outweigh everything now? We could probably, that's probably another good conversation. I don't know. Yeah. For me personally, it's off for with a lot of negativity. It is, but it's also what you want to get out of it. Um, you know, some people are like, why do you post a gym every day? Why do you post this? Because that's my page, and that's what I want to portray to the world, and that's why I want to get out of it. If you just want to post pictures of the city, that's what you want to portray. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a photographer. I do this. I'm an artist. I do this. Mm-hmm. So, but then you're also in a bubble, though. So now your page is just, oh, that's just a traveling page. They just travel and eat food places. They just do that. So I like to post whatever I like. Right. So you can't put me in a box. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, he just writes quotes. No, I don't. I, I use quotes as fillers mm-hmm. because I don't have someone following me around with a camera every day taking photos and having a bunch of content. And then I used to post a lot of photos, but then it just got too taxing. You know, it's like, what am I going to do today? All right, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to the pool. I have to ask someone to try to take a photo. They have to try to take a good one. It's almost like a job. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting paid for any of this. I, I, I just love to do it, but it's like, I need content. I haven't posted in three days. I need a picture. I yeah. need a picture. I need a picture. Yeah. Oh, it's sunny outside. Let's go outside. You know, it's less. No. So now I just like, I'll write something and I'll, I'll throw a quote out there and yeah, that's, I'll move on. Now I'm more relaxed about whatever next picture I will get or post. 
do you do you constant or you cognitively think about? Uh, it's been three days. I haven't posted. Is there? It's not a job, but per se, are you aware of how you have to manage it? I'm aware of how you have to manage it because if you don't, if I don't post for a week, everything mm-hmm. drops. Okay. People are forgetting about you. Right. You're lower on the search feeds. So it's just basically staying up high. Right. So I'll post on my story all day because mm-hmm. you have to choose to look at my story. Mm-hmm. But if you post on a story on Facebook or Instagram, you're at the top. You're first. Talk to me about the, the story platform for both of those. Uh, it's for Instagram and Facebook because I'm not real clear on how they work. So you can you can educate me. So the, the way I <clears throat> use the stories and I look. So if, if we're friends on any platform and I'm just posting 10 photos on my physical page and you're scrolling through your homepage and all you see 10, you're like, that's a lot. I'm not following. But I could post those same uh, posts on my story. Okay. So your story is go post 100, 100 things on your story today. doesn't matter. Okay. But on your physical page, you know, one or one a day is good. Got like, it. You don't need to keep posting all day so I just scroll and I can't even see anybody else's post because it's just all you. So that's why I use the story is to stay relevant because if I post a story right now, so-and-so posted a story one minute ago. You're at the top. Got it. You're at the top. You're at the top. You keep staying at the top of people's list. Does does the content in the story have a time limit associated? 24 hours. And it's gone. Gone. I I could post it right now and I could delete it because I don't like it. But the story, you can see who who views it. Okay. You can see who shares it. You can't see who shares it, but you can see shares, website clicks, all those just, you know, good information. Okay. And then, you know, you can go from that and use it how you want. And that's the same on Instagram and Facebook because they're owned by the same company. Yep. Facebook the owns same. them both. So, like, um, if, if I post a tag, I don't know, you're at Kennywood. You can see how many people click on the tag to see where that is or what is it. Got it. So, it's just good like that. On your page, you may or may not see it. If I post it on my page. Okay, so there's, there's no benefit on posting the same content on the page and in the storage simultaneously. Well, I do. So okay. if I post um, if I post on my physical page, I will share that to my story. Okay. Because your story normally gets a lot more views than your page. Got it. So now Got it. you maybe go, oh, new post. Okay. Click. And then now you may go to my physical page and see it. Okay. But you can just see whatever I post on my physical page if I choose to share it to my story. I'm not sure if you can do that on um, Facebook or not. Okay. I don't think, I think you can't. You, you can't? Well, no. Okay. Never really tried. Okay. Yeah, you're not a big Facebook, not, okay. Facebook guy, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the point of benefits to society, if you had to say the number one benefit that you see that social media has provided for all of us, what would you say it is? That's what social media has provided. The first thing that popped to my head was saying we're more connected, but I can also say that we're more disconnected as well. Mm-hmm. In real life. In real life. Um, I don't really know what, what, a, what a benefit would be for society as a whole for social media. So the, that's a hard question. It is a that's hard, a hard question. question. We, we've, we've bounced around on, on prior shows here, and I will tell you that I keep coming back to this really crazy quote. And the quote is, the beautiful thing about social media is it is giving is level the playing field and giving a voice yeah. to everybody. Correct. Yeah. And the worst thing about social media is it's level the playing field and giving a voice to everybody. That's good. Yep. Because everybody you can, has a you voice. can, yeah. And, and there are people out there that you you don't want to say they don't deserve a voice. That's ridiculous. 
you know, you, sh- you should have a voice, but they're not choosing to use it in a constructive fashion. Exactly. So, yep. and that goes down to the human experience. That's really, no, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, you got the trolls out there. You got people that comment. I mean, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's they do it. I mean, you don't have to follow. You them. manage that well, though. Yeah. You just completely <laughs> ignore. No. You don't have to follow me. Yeah. If you don't like it, change the channel. Yeah. You would think that's the easy way. I mean, no. scrolling is almost. I, I said I put a comment out week, a week ago. I said, scrolling is kind of the vaccine of of Facebook. Yeah. If you want a vaccine to get rid of the, the problem of, of negativity, just just keep scrolling. You don't have to ingest it all. No, you don't. And it's you choose to follow me. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, you keep saying negative things and doing that. Now, if I block you, right? Uh-huh. You know I blocked you. Uh-huh. So now, who has the power? You think you have the power because you got to me that I had to block you. Got it. And what's going to stop you from making another profile with a different picture that's not even you? Right. I mean, right, so it's right. if you want to see it, see it. You know, my, all so my funny. all my pages are, are um, public. Yeah. Um, so anyone Mine can too. go see it. Anyone can go Google and go see it. Right. Anybody. Right. Because there's nothing to hide. That's how it's always been. What I thought too. I mean, every post I've ever posted has always been public. I've yeah. never like you know well. This one's going to go out to all my friends except these people. Like, yeah. I, who has the time of day to do that? <laughs> and then it's like, really, really? I went back and forth, though. Like, I, I, I've gone back and forth from being <clears throat> private and, and, and not. But if you're private and the way I use it, you're closing yourself off to opportunities you don't even know. Right. Because now you can't share a post. Got it. You can't do anything, really. Only the people that can see your post are the people that are following you. Okay. And when I want to follow someone, I go to their page and I, oh, that looks cool. It looks like I follow them. If I go to your page and says click the follow, I don't even know if I would like to follow you because I have no idea what your content is yet. Right. Yeah. So if they're begging for the follow, there's yeah. usually it's usually a numbers game they're only interested in. Exactly. Right. Not content. I understand some people that you know need to be private or like I said, it's all how you use social media. Me personally, it would not benefit me to be private at all. Mm. I probably wouldn't be on this show if I was private. Right. You know. So. Right. You don't know what opportunities you're closing yourself off to. Talk a little bit about the negativity of social media. I know, I know we could probably go on for three hours, but what you, you, you said the big one, which is disconnected from each other. Yes. I mean, I um, I have a son 19 and a daughter 17, so I watched them with their getting their first phones probably six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I watched the, the group of their friends sit in the living room all texting each other, not having a conversation. Yep. And it was I – won't, I won't use the word horrifying, Alex, but it was really unsettling for me. Yeah. And they thought it was normal. It is normal. For for today's society, just like, you know, me not being able to go outside was a punishment. Mm-hmm. Now you not having your phone is a punishment. Well, how mm-hmm. am I going to connect with people? How can I talk to people? I can't. I have no one, no one even knows I'm alive right now if I don't have my phone. But that's how it is now. But what I see is, um, you know, with the um, – back to your question, it's more or less we have – we're getting a in we're getting an insight of like I said I really don't like to use the word celebrity um, but we'll just say it celebrities lives and or people that have money mm-hmm. so we're seeing an inside to their life mm-hmm. um, how they live and now we think that's how we need to live so now everyone is sort of posting the same kind of way because that's what they see Got them it. doing no I get that. Um, and we talked off camera about that too. And as much as I've seen, it's like, our young oh, are very impressionable. Yeah, but not just our young. I mean, right? I mean, yeah, everybody. It, adults is. are. I mean, I've, I've been there too. I mean, you're taking a video in your house, and you're, um, you know, you got some 
cool drinks out and you're like, oh, that's how they're living. I need to get that drink. And they're not even doing promotion for that drink. It's just in their house. And you think that's background. That what makes you, um, that's what makes you. Yeah. Even though that, that drink, that bottle was maybe $5,000. Yeah. But now you just want to get that bottle because I saw it in the background yeah. of one of their stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it, you know, it's like, no, you, you didn't make it. I think it's always been around the society. I can, you know, being older than you, I can remember the '80s and people had to have Rolex watches yep. at young ages. They had to have <laughs> um, whatever the, the 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 kind of suits or the kind of shoes. There's always just trinkets. Yeah. But back There's then, it was more, it, it was more hidden. It was. So now it's just it was out there, especially now with the quarantine. You know, everyone's filming their what they're doing at home or everything now so you can see their house like oh that's your garage wow okay man like is that gonna is the quarantine gonna make changes in maybe i mean we were i was hoping that the quarantine may de-emphasize materialism a little bit no you don't think that's gonna happen the quarantine has made the people that were working the nine to five jobs that weren't on their phone and not on social media now they're on social media and they act like it's got it the greatest thing ever they never knew about it so now social media is just flooded Okay. To the point where I don't even want to get on sometimes because you got to figure everyone's normally working or doing something. They're not on social media now. So we're all sitting there like, where did all you guys come from? We, <laughs> like, we, we've been here. Like, where? oh, I guess we got to find a new place to go drink now Like, because this bar got too, too, too busy. That's like how it is now with social media because everyone is on it. Yeah. Just like with these Zoom calls and just – it's just like too much right now. But I understand it's – there's nothing else to do. You know, it's everyone's reality. Netflixed out. Everyone's watched everything they can do, done all their home improvements. There's nothing to do. Yeah. But see what other people are doing. <laughs> yeah. We're so fascinated by what others are doing. We're so fascinated. And, and I think that there's always been a certain portion of the population, random portion of the population that was a nosy where it was nosy they'd yeah. want to know what their neighbors are doing or they and they always were keeping up with the joneses or they wanted to make sure that they weren't missing out on anything yeah those people are always there always there yeah but there just seems to be either there's more of them now or they're just more visible through social media would you agree i believe yeah it's just more visible now you know you can follow follow your friends your neighbors and just be i, I call it a ghost follower and just see what they're doing like oh they just took a trip again that's nice, you know. Like we didn't see these things before. Yeah. Why does it matter? That like what the? I, I guess I don't know. It's it, and I don't think that I'm different at all. I just think I'm wired in a way that I, I just don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what anyone's doing. Oh. I don't care what anybody I mean, thinks. Some of, of me. the things are interesting I mean, to me. Cool. Oh, good for you. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. There's there's no envy in me. No. And because the envy and the greed, I think, is what. Don't laugh, but I think envy and greed are two of the biggest components that keep social media thriving because people are generally lusting after what they perceive someone else's circumstance or material things are. Perceive. What I said earlier, everybody uses social social media the way they want to be perceived. Yes. If I just post X, Y, Z, that's how you think I'm living my life. Right. You don't even know that... That car was rented. That's your car. Like, they don't know. But if you keep posting, that's how you want to portray. But that's not even how your life maybe is. Maybe it is. I don't know. But there's probably a ton of that, though. Exactly. I mean, the reality in raising young children um, and seeing their friends and watching this over the past six or seven years, the influencer thing. We talked off camera a little bit about that, too. The influencer thing 
Uh, we we may disagree. I I'm not afraid to call it a lie because I just think it's infinitesimally small the opportunity that someone can really make a lifetime career out of it. So to me, it's a lie. Is it possible? Yeah, anything's possible. But the odds of that, you know, the odds of me going and play professional baseball next year at 54 years old are infinitesimally small. I mean, like, I mean, so I I did the influencer thing is almost comical to me. Yeah, I believe everyone is an influencer. Uh, Everybody has followers, and they're following you for a reason because they're influenced by you. Okay. Um, The the route that I think you're more talking about is products and or you know things like that. Just because you have a million followers, I'll pay you this money to say you drink this right to me that just you know if i genuinely like it and you reach out to me that's different Mm -hmm. but people are posting content to try to get i guess these sponsorships or get noticed like they eat chick-fil-a every day they post it every single day every single day everything chick-fil-a does not need you Mm. to tell the world that you're eating chick-fil-a even if you have 10 million followers like they're good right so but people think they can do that because other companies are paying xyz yeah and then I see people jump from, oh, they were with this company. Now they're this company because they make the same thing, but it's different. It's like, oh, okay. You don't do that anymore? No. I had to fall out. You know, it's like, okay. You're just jumping. Just like uh, mm-hmm. what they do um, with Sprint, with Jarrett. Very much so. I mean, no, I, uh, not Sp- uh, or, uh, Yes, the, the he went to hear Sprint. me now guy. Yeah. The Verizon, the Sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said it's very, that was a great market move by, it was. by them. But it it's was. like, how much did you have to pay him? And was he worth it? I guess he was worth it from the it campaign. But, but what a payday, huh? It's like, so you don't use that cell phone anymore? You, <laughs> you can go over here now? Maybe I'm going to switch now because Jared's not over There's here. There's no brand loyalty. I, I, I saw it I saw it in music. I saw the guitar, guitar business. There's like six big guitar companies, and there is probably 50 relevant guitarists in, in the rock world, and they'd all just keep switching companies. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd had a three-year stint with a company A, then company B would pay them a little more, and they'd go over and design a whole new thing, which is the latest and greatest and the only guitar I'd use, right? It was just, you want to think that consumers can see the nonsense, but obviously they either see it and accept it, and they don't care, or? Because whatever individual is, is just jumping ship to go to other ones, they're highly influenced by that person. Yeah. They, they want to be that person, want to do their life, so they're going to follow them. But then you got the other people that sort of be like, wait a minute, this is like the third, com- <laughs> what's the difference between this guitar and that one? Right. I bought both. Yeah. They both. Because I do, like the artist. They, they do what I need. Uh-huh. You know, do I really need to go to this one that's $300 more? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And then yeah. And I've watched that happen for a good 15 years, so I, I get it. And that's applicable probably to many different Many different things, tennis shoes, NBA players, and branded tennis shoes mm-hmm. that they're playing with, and the endorsement deals and all yep. that stuff. And I don't—I'm a capitalist. I don't regards the money at all. I just think it's—it's it's a little disingenuous to be bragging about how it's how these products are so superior when three years ago you were using the same thing with a different firm. And yep. the verbiage is just—and and, and that verbiage goes back to the, where I think that influencer thing comes from, where is. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is the likes or the follows. Is that now a type of currency? Yeah, it is. To, to, to some people, it is. You know, just with like YouTube too, views, things like that. You're getting paid on views. Um, I don't really think you're getting paid on likes. Maybe. I mean, if you're getting a lot, but you're getting more sponsorships because of your likes and because of your comments. 
Mm-hmm. You, you you will, but necessarily just oh, I got a million likes today. I still have zero dollars in my bank account. I didn't get anything from like it's just a number on a screen. That's it. I think there's uh, that that um, cartoon South Park. Yeah. I think back in '09 or '010 or, or '10, yeah. they put an episode out where people they're making fun of the fact that these YouTube stars from the 2000s were monetizing their likes and there wasn't any money so the joke was 10 years ago they were laughing about that now and now and there's still a delusion out there would you not agree I mean there's money to be made from from social media and and using your platforms me personally I'm just not going to just because you want to give me X amount of dollars if I genuinely don't support it because these people listen to me for a reason and now you're talking about my integrity now Mm mm-hmm so authenticity yes i i can't get behind something that even if the price is right right if i don't Amen. genuinely feel that i can benefit from this product or you know oh drink this protein shake Got it doesn't it. really taste good but you're you're paying me this much <laughs> and then you just see the image of how i look oh um, he drinks that i'm gonna drink that and look like him yeah and oh. you know that goes on and i, I mean, was that kid i'd go to gnc and see these ads i'm like oh he's big i'm gonna, of I'm course gonna you buy that we all, one. we all do we all work yeah you know, we all do we, I mean, that's that's the, the genius of advertising we've yeah. been being sold our whole life yep. you know and now I, and now it's funny because i had a young lady on who was in the advertising business and, and she said at point blank the advertising agencies are completely upside down now half of them are either out of business they don't know what to do That's because true. the traditional channels are gone now you're you're really putting money and efforts behind unknown influencers mm-hmm. certain ones and, and it's a gamble yep. but their argument is it's cheaper than traditional channels it's it is yeah than, you don't have to really pay for advertising nowadays if you that's get the right person to post something, that's your advertising. Post it to their million people, there's your advertising. How much do you have to pay to reach a million people? The old way. Yeah. You know, so yeah. times have changed. But, yeah, you're, you you said that you're basically giving no names money mm-hmm. and hoping it works out. Product placement's always been around, though, right? I yeah. remember in the 2000s there was a company a, a hat company or a t-shirt company called von dutch oh yeah right. i had i had one i had one <laughs> I, I did one. too i did I too <laughs> and they and they rode this there was a uh i think one of their owners had an inroads to celebrities and he was able to give all this free swag out and convince some of these celebrities to wear the stuff and got the photos and on the web earlier on the web made a thing of it yep. And last, wow. you find those things in Walmart like three years I mean, later. I, yeah, right? I think I still got a uh, an Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> Ed that, Hardy that I paid too much for. But example, <laughs> they ended up in the bargain racks too, which I guess is pretty symptomatic of yeah. clothing in general. You know, your Calvin Kleins and Ralph Lauren, they generally are able to hold that prestige uh, in Versace and so forth. But oh, yeah. but there's been a lot of flyby. So product placement's well, always been around. It's been around. It's just the it's just different now, right? Different. Because now, back then, you know, you're like, oh, I got free clothes? Yeah. Yeah, I'll wear it. Yeah. You know, I, I love it. I wear it anyways. But now right it's on. like, well, what are you going to give me to wear to wear this and when I go out to you know, Kennywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to be wearing it and a lot of people are going to see it. Oh, so now it's, it's just changed it's now. It's a game. To, it's such a game. Yeah. Let's uh, do just a, a slight curve for you and go back a ways. Yeah. Uh, you were uh, you're a Pittsburgh, born and raised, right? Correct. You grew up in Richland? Yes. Is that right? A Pine, Pine Richland School District? Yep. Athletics, we Correct. talked about that. Yep, all the way up. All the way up. Yeah. Is it everything? Did you play everything? Uh, just football, basketball, and track. 
were, okay. were my main sports in, in high school. So, okay. Yeah. And you played uh, – he's, he's so shy. This guy is so humble. <laughs> but I'm going to get it out of him. You played um, arena football. You played – you had a brief stint in the CFL. Correct. So talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I've been all over with football. Um, you know, played a little uh, – Geneva College. Yeah. Um, a little for the BC Lions out in Vancouver. Um, the Erie River Rats – um, mm-hmm. I last finished out with the Pittsburgh Colts uh, here in Pittsburgh, uh, right. semi pro team. Just had a couple injuries and didn't didn't have the love for it anymore. But truly loved the game back then, and you know always thought that you know we you had a shot to, right. to try to make it somewhere. And right. it, back, it was just a different time back then. Like I said, even with social media now, you know we didn't have it in high school. And now I see these high school kids that have been professional films done of their oh, their highlight tapes. It's and, insane. All every, sports, every, baseball, yeah, every, same all thing. sports. And yeah. I'm like, if we had this back then, you know, obviously we all say that from each generation. Uh, oh yeah. So it was just a different <laughs> time. That you know, it's just yeah, you got some game film, but it's not cut together with music and just all your highlights. You know, right. the coach had to sit there and watch. It's it's like know. almost a sales presentation, yeah. right? They're I they're mean, doing all. These, I mean, they, they, a lot of them look really good. <laughs> yeah, really good. You could tell it was professionally done. There's yeah. no question. Right. And, and 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 it's. But again, it's so, and I'm okay with embracing the technology. But at that age, it just it feels greasy to me. Uh, I mean, we just played, and we just, when you know, we just had fun. Like I grew up with the same people. We were on the, we really didn't have too many people move into our district. So the the pitchers that you see from middle school football are the same that are the, the seniors. Playing. Right. So we all knew each other. We right, knew sure. where they were going to be. Um, you know, especially like basketball. I have one friend. Um, I've played with him. Maybe a couple of years ago, right? Haven't played together since high school. Okay, and we were on the same team. And I was like, "How do you know where each person's going to be?" I'm like, "I played with him <laughs> for like 15 years. Like, I know what he does. I know probably where he's going to be." And right. just things you can't teach nowadays because the sports nowadays are more individualized. Mm-hmm. Just because of, we'll say, social media too, as well. Because I'm marketing myself. Well, I'm not marketing you. It's more me instead of yeah. more team. Look at right? me in my workout. Look at me in my trainer. Look at me doing this and this and this it's me 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 marketing myself on my platform to grow you think coaching stuff for now because of that yeah i mean you know what what happened with with the steelers with the the cell phone incident in the, in the locker room mm-hmm. you know don't go on facebook live things like that so that's happening at the pro level yeah i mean, I I mean how imagine. do you even regulate that so imagine at high school yeah, yeah middle school you know everyone has a cell phone now you know middle school kids have a cell phone they have social media and to, to circle back around, though, um, on that subject, before I forget, you, that's a great point you brought up. You know, we are in the in more of a me. Social media and self-promotion has created more of a me environment. Would you not agree? So yes. when you played and when I played sports many years back, the concept of team was not easy to, to – generally not easy to adopt. I mean, that was a, a mandate from your coaching staff, and, mm-hmm. that, and it was for the team. I'd imagine that's probably changed a lot now. And a these coaches now. have to really – I mean, that's got to be a struggle. I mean, they know – a lot of the stuff the coaches could say to, to me and you when we played, they can't say now because okay. they have the fear of being recorded. They have the fear of being uh, portrayed okay. in you know, a different way. I'm not, you know, have it twisted, too. It twisted. Know? I mean, not saying they're doing anything wrong you know, when we grew up, but everything, everything's <laughs> under a microscope now. You yeah. know, Everything's yeah. under a microscope. You know, maybe some coaches swore in high school and yeah, stuff. Like, everything's yeah. under a microscope, and then it takes one person to have an issue with it, and it's a coach loses yeah. his job. And it's like, that's how I grew up. You know, like, 
Are you glad that the level of social media wasn't around when you were growing up? Because I can tell you I am. The shit we did in the late 70s and the 80s, I am so glad oh. social media wasn't around. I, I mean, I'm not joking about it. I'm telling you now. I, I see the benefits of it. I think it's taking away from athletics in general. Okay. It's making it more of a production. No question. Everything's a production. So you really f- focused on whatever craft it is, you know, football, basketball, whatever it is. Are you really focused on it? Or are you more about the production and how you're portrayed? Because now there's footage of me at practice. There's footage of me out. There's footage of me doing anything now. Right. So I have to be more aware. Back right. then, we didn't have to be aware. You know, we could just right. do, do whatever we did. And the only video you had of us was on game day. Right on. You know, so, I mean, I, I guess so, yeah, because we were just more focused. You know, I'm not taking anything away from this generation, but no. it's, you know, every generation is going to say some something was different. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see the benefit of these kids marking themselves to colleges, okay, and and things like that now, and they can show more of their personality and and how they truly are. Especially, really, they they can if they choose to. For, is it real? I mean, we I, don't know, but right. <laughs> you know, if you if you go into the league, like they're they're looking at everything. Uh huh. To see what kind of person you are. Okay. So now you can have a five year. They can just pull it up and look. Right. So if your story hasn't changed in five years, got it. It might be a good fit for our team. He seems like a good, good guy, family guy. Does this and that. Goes to church. Does you know? You can portray that. Maybe true. Maybe not. But I'm more likely to draft you to my team than someone that I can't really find. There's more to go on. There's more to go on. Yeah. I mean, obviously they they did. You know, asking friends, family, everybody, but. Whatever you portray, that's why you see all these um, athletes' accounts. Like some of their agents, like you shouldn't oppose it. That like we just lost so many endorsements, so many things just because of you said something that was true. Mm-hmm. But you also have to realize you have a platform now, right. and you're also getting money for something, and you just went the complete opposite direction of whatever it was. When you see an athlete do something questionable on social media. You know, it's easy for the armchair quarterback to say, "Back, well, you know, he's just a dumb athlete." Yeah, it, it's it's that's just too simplified. The athletes aren't dumb. The yeah. athletes, that's they're caught up in the moment, mm-hmm. which most all of us would be having that wealth thrown on thrown on us. We would make the same mistakes. Yeah, there's no question. No question. But the mistakes, uh, the mistakes are harder to walk back from today than they were in our generations. Yeah, would you not agree? Yeah, I like mean, they're like like a, like a tweet is there forever you know i mean even if you look at not even athletes like um i think it was kevin hart said some a tweet years ago mm-hmm. like 10 years ago and it affected him today right but it's all like, comedians it's 10 years ago yeah we right? and, and that's and that's that's a good conversation you know it's, yeah it's like eddie murphy is one of the funniest yeah. men on the planet but the eddie murphy that i remember the raw the delirious all that yeah. i grew up with that yeah you know, and in the homosexual community, the gay community, and the pride movement in this country, you know, deplores what he said 30 years ago. And I understand. Yep. I get it. <laughs> but are we going to excoriate him now because of that 30 years ago? Right. I mean, it's, it's a really, it's a really interesting, and it's not, and it's, I guess it's on a case by case basis is, too, yeah. right? It is. But it's just, you know, you boy, oh, we're not going to go see his movies now. Like, you knew that he said X, Y, Z 30 years ago. Right. Nothing changed. Right. From that statement. Right. I mean, obviously, people change. It's 30 years. I would hope well, we you progressed would as a society, exactly. too. You know, which is all, that's all positive stuff. But it's We like, can't go back and rewrite. You can't rewrite history, I guess, is my point. No. Like, I watched, like, the whole, like, Kevin Hart debacle, and I'm just like, 
he like Dave Chappelle went on. He's like he was taken way out of context, and people don't realize that we are comedians. And if you don't like what we say, you don't buy tickets to our show. Yeah. If you don't like what I post, you don't have to follow me. Right. So, I mean, and like, and he's not even like that because he, he said he's like, no, I, I have a lot of gay friends. And like, it was just a like a joke. I mean, mm-hmm. it might not have been well well tasteful. Um, but when he when yeah, he said end, it, so what though? Isn't a comedian? If you pay a ticket to go see a comedian, are there really any fucking rules? I mean, no. There shouldn't be. Now, gonna, if are, you're going to sit in the front row, they might talk about you and your date. Uh, and you're going to get up and leave because you're upset about okay, that? Okay. So I've had local comedians on. And I've had Terry Jones on. I've had yeah. T. Robe. I've had these guys on and, and, and wonderful shows. If you haven't seen them, go back and watch them, friends. <laughs> um, and, they, and T. Robe and, and, and Terry both have a little different viewpoint. Terry is willing. Terry is really more a little more sensitive to content. He really doesn't it, – it's – He'll offend. Yeah, I mean, being offended is ridiculous, anyways. But he'll offend, but he doesn't really. Um, but he, but he's a little more sensitive to it. Where I think, I think T. Rob is like, look, I'm here. You're you paid the money. Yeah. If it's funny, and I find it funny, and I think it's going to go over because that's what I do, I'm going to say it. Yeah. So, but is there anything wrong with that though? Because I mean, I guess my point is, why are there rules in comedy? There wasn't 30, 40, 50 years ago. I don't even think there are rules in comedy now. You don't think? It, it's just what you say is being taken out of context now and amplified. What about the whole cancel movement? Like, they, you're a comedian. You say something that is offensive to a certain group of people. They want to cancel. They want to they ruin your career. They want yeah. to take you out. Well, that's just because of how the society is now. It's not. It's like an unwritten rule. Okay. We'll, we'll say. You okay. can You can say it. it might consequences. It, it might go, you know, get under the rug and not too many people. But if that one person... what. Oh, I just listen to this. What is this? Let me post that. Yeah. Do you guys agree with this? You yeah. know, then it's it's then all you're perception. Over. Yeah, you're right. It's and all it- perception, but it's to me, it's the same thing. Like I really don't like classical music, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go pay to go to a classical music show to sit there and be like, "This is horrible." Yeah, you don't why, enjoy it. Why am I even here? Right. Even though I'm the one that paid the money to go see it. Right. It's because if you don't want to go, don't go. Right. You know, I mean, there's some comedians that I would pay to see. There's some I won't because I don't like their content. Right. I'm not saying they're bad comedians. I just don't like their content. It's doing it for It's you. not for me. Right. So I wouldn't go see them. Right. I mean, yeah, if you want to go, I might go, but I'm not going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to yeah. tell everyone how he said that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just jokes. And if you can't laugh, especially like during hard times, if you, if you don't have mm-hmm. laughter, like we don't have anything. And mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle said um, if they take away – our voice to do comedy uh, to do comedy that's the truest form of expression there's no question um, so, I, I agree 100 percent yeah do you think we're living in an, in a era where there's a significant amount of people in society that are looking to be offended yes okay yes over all kinds of things I'm not even targeting certain aspects of offensiveness I'm saying all kinds of everything things. why um, I don't know um, just because they see they've they've seen other people, I guess take a stand. We'll say over something, and now they're the face of. Mm. No, so it's we, an ego thing. We we stand against this. It's like really Who's you. We. St- <laughs> oh, what? Like there's I nothing mean. to even stand up. But now you're just yeah, and you're just pushing your agenda. I mean yeah. Oh, like I don't I don't like lava lamps. 
I can't Come believe on, I can't. Man, how are you going to be in here? All you electricity <laughs> he's wasting, and I can't wait to go post about this because I'm trying to get all lava lamps banned. Come on, man. So it's Cut like the camera. <laughs> just stuff like that. Like people were just picking like the littlest things. I got all the lava lamps pulled from Walmart. There's no more sold. Yeah, like it's insane. Okay. The like, <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, it's everybody has to have a cause of some kind, and again, it comes back to the. Is it it's just a grasp at self-importance? The people yeah. that, that don't are insecure. I mean, I, I take this stand too. It, my <sighs> kids driving nuts. I tell my kids, you can't offend me. Yeah. You may say really, you could say some very harsh things about me, my family, that I will find uncomfortable. But I walk away from it. Yeah. You'll never hear me utter anything to you. No. I'm just not going to address it. Not. It's not worth being offended. Offending, being offended is a time wasting activity. You're giving me. power. Absolutely. To the source. So, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we all hear and, and read, mm-hmm. you know, but do we have to, like I said, do I have to block you? Because now you know I blocked you because what you said got to me. That's the only reason That's I blocked you. That's point. the only reason I blocked you. That's a very good point. It's like, oh, I got him. He blocked, he knows I exist. He. So I just, no, keep saying it. I just don't, yeah. I just scroll past you it. I read it, I go, oh, you're still doing that? Oh, that's funny. You know? Yeah. To me, yeah, it doesn't If matter. you ignore them, they go away eventually. And it's your opinion. You could talk to some people about me. They love me. Mm-hmm. Some people hate me. Some people say it depends on what day you meet. That's I mean, what everybody. It's everyone's opinion. So it yeah. all depends on what impact you had on their life to your opinion. You talk to you talk to some of my exes. They're going to say I was horrible. Some of them will say <laughs> I, I was the greatest boyfriend ever. Give me a call. You know. So it's all who you talk to. It's all their perception, perception. of you and also their perception of you, which was at that time. Okay. So if you talk to me a year ago, yeah, different mindset. No question. Two years, different mindset. No so you question. can't even say, no, no, he's like this. Well, when when did you guys date or when did he work for you? That was like right. five years ago. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Wow, yeah, I'm definitely not going to hire well, him could. because okay. you told me, you said he worked for you five years ago? Good point. Good point. I mean, yeah, you could still be the same person. Right. But right. chances are some things have Absolutely shifted right. and you've changed. Well, that goes back to like you know beating Eddie Murphy over the head for what he said 35 years ago, yeah. 40 years ago. I mean, he's he's come out and said, look, my viewpoints on, on many social issues have changed dramatically as I've gotten to know my gay and lesbian friends, as I've gotten to know, he, he said, as I've gotten to know more white people, mm-hmm. my, you know, my, my bias that I grew up with was you know, my militant bias faded away. Exactly. Just in general, just... You know, we're gonna. I hope we're evolving as people. I mean, we have a long way to go in a lot of a lot of areas of this country. But I'm saying, I hope that we're evolving. You know, acceptance is one word. But how about even intellectually? Like, you know, we we, we have to make better critical decisions. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing that. And so, another question about social media. Before we talk about your your uh, personal training, critical thinking. That concept of critical thinking has. Are you seeing any of it out there, and does and does any of it exist on social media, or is it just a reposting of articles that, for lack of a better phrase, are probably fake news because they're coming yeah. from a slant of one side or the other? It's not real breaking news. It's no. just an opinion piece wrapped up as news, and people share it as fact. Yep. There's no critical thinking in that, There's right? There's none. I mean, it's, it's just like having a conversation with someone, and you tell me that... XYZ, you know, this lava lamp is made from this. I'm going to believe it. And then I'll be talking with someone and be like, oh, no, I know for a fact that the lava lamps are made from this. Right. How do you know that? Well, because you told me. Right. But do I know? Do, oh, you made them. Oh, you used to make lava lamps. So, like, it's the, the same credibility. thing. With, exactly. So that's why I really don't fall into the news. I mean, because it's 
everything's an agenda. Mm-hmm. And just because you say this on the news, oh, that's true. Why? It used to be. Yeah, I agree with that. In the 70s and early 80s, before the CNN thing, Ted Turner created Network News, mm-hmm. and, and which it was phenomenal when it first started. But when there was just three networks, you know, I think generally speaking, it was more factual because mm-hmm. there was less, like, eyeballs on what was going on, right? They're all about views now. Radio. I it's mean, entertainment. They still, they still were. Yeah, it's entertainment. So people ask me, I was like, I really don't watch the news. Yeah. I mean, I can just go on social media and hear 80 different sides of whatever <laughs> happened, and then I can read an make article, read another article, and make my own mind. But I don't have to sit there breaking news, you know, yeah. all these yeah. things. I mean, obviously, like, news in your hometown and stuff, you know, they yeah. they show. But, like, the, the news that affects the world, I mean, it's all how they want to push whatever network, how they want to push Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It's all editorialized. Oh, it is. Yeah. And, 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 and editorials were editorials, you know, 30, 40 years ago before, before the internet proliferation of data and then the hard news was the hard news yeah you could get a couple hard news reporters that had a certain bend and they could try to do a little bit of like you know pushing one side or the other but you didn't see much of that no i mean you kind of trusted walter you don't remember this walter cronkite cronkite and those guys i remember the name yeah yeah tom um there's tom peter jennings remember that yeah yeah, well, you must have been very young. I remember that. I heard their names. I but, they, but they were the face of the news. I'm not no. saying they were great journalists, but they were the face of it. And you generally kind of, America believed on all sides of the political spectrum, that's the news. That's the reality. Whatever, yeah, whatever Tom said is. And again, you know. maybe that wasn't healthy either. I don't know. That's one extreme. But, but boy, we're, there's so much vitriol on social media now. I don't even know what the facts are. What are facts anymore? It's all it's interpretation, right? Exactly. I mean, the thing is, like, with all these videos you see, I record a video, I see that one. Oh, they were definitely wrong. Oh, wait, they had a street cam. Oh, the street cam shows. Oh, well, I don't know now, but they posted that video first. So I already made up my opinion yeah. before five, six, that happens all six other videos got time. leaked. That Different angles. So it's yeah. like, I got to wait till I see all these videos and then I'll make my opinion on what I think happened, even yeah, though it yeah. really doesn't matter, my opinion of what happened but right just you know just us being curious because it always comes up in conversation oh did you see what happened yeah what do you think about it yeah you know just you know normal conversation uh-huh. uh, it's just interesting to me how perception it's all perception talk about average black man yeah the handle which is you got that early on and that was that's your that's been your twitter handle not from day one right but that was Close. Week one, I would say. Week one, probably week one. Yeah. Okay. And you've tried to to get it on other platforms where it's been available. Yes. Obviously, it's a it's, it's kind of a broad term there. It's a cool term. It's been co-opted by a couple people. We haven't been able to get it in every every yeah. instance. But uh, someone reading that, you could get five different um, five different viewpoints on what that means. What's it really mean? How did that evolve? And and that's. What's good for me is I have five people coming to my page to see what I'm about from all different backgrounds just because no they have no question. clue right. what this page is. No question. Um, so to me, it, it sort of means in society um, doing things the quote-unquote average black man um, doesn't do, quote-unquote, for society. So like positivity, um, you know, being a good dad, just – you know, all, all the cliches that you see. Mm-hmm. So it's just trying to break all those stereotypes 
Um, so that's why I use my page to, to do that, you know, promote positivity, uh, promote family, mm-hmm. um, post a lot about my daughter, um, right. you know, because a lot of uh, African-American men um, aren't really in their daughter's lives based on other circumstances. So I post all those things and, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're, you know, you're such a good dad or you're such a like, no, I'm just a person doing what you're, they should you're do. You're a good dad. Exactly. It's not, you're, wow, you're such a good dad. I'm just a dad. I'm not doing anything different that you don't do with your kids, mm-hmm. but I I'll post it and you're like, oh wow, mm-hmm. because of the stereotype mm-hmm. that that's not how it's is in society for for some people. I mean, I, I know we we come a long way, um, you know, w- with those viewpoints, but that's just how I try to portray it, and it's it, it is an agenda because, like you said, I have five different people going to search my page. Oh, it's a great marketing yeah. concept. It's great. I mean, there's a lot of what you do. And how you've managed your social media that I sit back and I shake my head like that. This is this is really there's there's thought into it. Whether you, whether, whether it evolved, but there were certain points in along the evolution that you thought about. This is a good idea. I'm gonna keep doing this, yeah. or I'm gonna change it and I'm gonna do this. It, it evolves, you know, constantly. Like year after year, just goes into another direction that I would never even thought of. Right. Um, just because something I said really hit home, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I should focus more on on things like this okay um but to me it's never focusing on what is popular it's focusing on what's true to me i mean i've posted stuff just fillers just to post sure and it doesn't it didn't feel right i mean yeah it's a great quote uh-huh. but i wasn't in the mood to post it and i didn't feel right posting it so i got to delete it because I, I have to feel it to post it you know sort of like artists do like right I don't, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel this, this, this beat, this, like, I have to feel it. And then, okay, I'm gonna start writing. Okay. I'm gonna start writing. And I mean, that's the other, um, you know, misconception is a lot of stuff I post, people think I'm going through right now, which is not always the case. If you know me personally, you'll know. Um, and when, when I, when I throw shots, you, you, you know, people would know like, oh, he's talking about (laughs) the other night, you know, but, um, more or less it is stuff that I've thought and or been through or seen my friends go through. Mm-hmm. And then I just feel compelled to share that at a random time. Yeah. Because if I went through it, other people may be going through it now. And then it may hit you today. Yeah. Maybe it's what you need to hear. Yep. You know, I don't know. Yep. And if you tell me you didn't like it, I'm like, well, it wasn't for you then. Mm-hmm. But somebody else told me, wow, this, I was really thinking about making this change in my life, doing XYZ. This is the encouragement I need. So, okay, it hit that one person. Right. So maybe the next thing's for you. I don't know. Right. I don't know. And that's the, the fun part about it for me is it's all stuff that I've seen, lived, thought. Like I said, maybe not at that time. I'm posting it right now. Maybe right. it's not what I'm thinking right now. Right. But somebody is. Got it. So we just can't stop inspiring other people indirectly. And I just think that's a huge, huge thing. And it seems like from your content that inspiration is like a big, big message for you. You know, through health and fitness, living, living well. Yeah. But the, but the 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 concept of inspiring seems to be the common thread of your social media. Am I reading that right? Yes. Um, inspiration. I I really don't like to say the word quotes because I don't really think they're quotes, but. They're just thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a better like, word. Like life hacks. It's a better word. Yeah, I don't life like hacks are good too. I don't like just quote. It's quote. Yeah. It's not really a quote yeah. to me. Is we've been, we've misused the word quote in society. You know, like too. Michael Jordan said, like that's a quote yeah. to me. Yeah. But is it to him a quote? Right. So I don't see them as quotes. Okay. I just more like life hacks is a good broad. 
Sure. Because I could talk about uh, relationships. I sure. could talk about absolutely you know, mental health. I could talk about every single thing that's not in a bubble. It's just a life, life hacks. Got it. You know, little things to get you through the day, get through a situation, over a situation, whether it be um, you know, uh, you know, training, lifting, mm-hmm. eating, your relationship, your job, just everything. It's just a life. Like, like you have a calendar and you flip, oh, right. let's read what today says. You know, it could have nothing to do with anything. And you're like, oh, that that's not really for me. Yeah. Let's go a couple more days. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to use that one for today. So it's just okay. random words put together to make sense to help someone through a situation. I think it's inspiring. <laughs> I think it's inspiring. I think your page is extremely inspiring. Because it inspires right. me, too, to stay positive. Um, Absolutely. To, to, to write the things and post them. So I'm actually helping myself indirectly, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Probably more I'm helping myself than I am, you know, the people that, that, that read them, I think. When did the the importance of, of, like, physical fitness and then weight training hit you? Were you young? I mean, growing up, obviously, we all just, you know, I had my dad got me a, a bench and some dumbbells in, in my room, and I would work out and blast music and do push-ups and curls, and mm-hmm. it really didn't hit me till I don't know, probably after college, to be okay. honest with you. I really didn't lift, lift in sports, because we didn't need yeah. to. I was just fast, okay. and endurance-wise, we, you know, we lifted because the coaches said we had to lift, but it right. wasn't like, I'm yeah. going to the gym today. And then, I mean, it just transpired as, as a hobby and uh, to ease my mind and if you look a certain way and you carry yourself a certain way it shows people that that you take care of yourself mm-hmm. um you know even in job like if, if your ceo is fighting out of shape you know it's, it's it's all about a power move very true and it's like okay very true. he's very dedicated to his body obviously if he if we hire him you know if he puts half that effort in Oh, he's going to be dedicated to X, Y, Z. Very good point. And it opens a lot of doors just because how you look in Very general. And it could close a lot of doors, too. I mean, I don't make the rules. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But I also love to do it, and I do it whether – I've been doing it before social media. I just love to do it. Right. And I really don't even post that much of me uh, lifting because it's like my place of peace. Um, but I do every once in a while just to show people, yeah, I'm here, and I'll put the time, you know, 5 in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working out at 5 in the morning. So it's just to also inspire people, like, oh, he's doing it at 5 in the morning. Oh, I might get up and go run or, or do something. Right. And, like, I'm 34, so a lot of my friends are like, how are you staying in some good shape? I'm You're like, still young, buddy. I don't know. I just, you know, just <laughs> do it. Like, you can do it. You know, I work yeah. a 9 to 5. I don't got time. Everyone has time. Everybody has time. You just don't make time for because you don't want to do it's it. It's just not important enough to them. It's not. You can wake up at 5 in the morning. Right. Oh, you know, I got kids. I got to go home and do us. Okay, you can do push-ups at home. You can do stuff. Like, my daughter's in the gym with me all the time, and she loves the gym. Um, you know, she's starting to do some stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm not pushing her towards it, but right. she'll just see me doing it, and she'll be like, oh, can you train me? I'm like, sure, just do some <laughs> jumping jacks, do some, you know. So she loves being active. And like I said, growing up, we were just active. Okay. You know, we were just outside, always doing, playing basketball. You hear that, kids? Something. Outside. All the, the time. The man was outside. And if, if I can backtrack now, because yeah. real quick. Um, you were talking about sports in mm-hmm. high school now. I, <laughs> When I was in high school, I played three sports. Now I know these kids are only allowed to play like one yeah, or two. Uh, a lot of kids aren't even allowed to do track. Um, I was talking to my track coaches a couple years ago, and I was like, why has no one beat my record yet? <laughs> like, they weren't that fast. And they're like, there's like a couple kids on the football team that could beat your record, but they're not allowed to do track. I'm like, why? Yeah, we become too specialized. I'm like, it's just conditioning. It's yeah. running. Yeah. Like, why not? Why don't you think? 
Why do you think we're turning in that direction? Parents? Yeah, I mean, parents every, every dreaming, parent, their, yeah, their every kid's going to go. Their kid is going to do it. Okay. But it's like, just from my knowledge, a lot of colleges, and they want you to be well-rounded. I'm not saying you have to be an all-star at three sports, but you can hold your own in, in three sports. Is like you won't get picked last if you're playing pickup basketball or pickup football or baseball. You won't get picked last. It'll be like the top two picks. But that makes you a better athlete all around. Mm-hmm. Like And especially track. It's just conditioning. It's just can basketball. I mean, basketball's conditioning too. It's just running. So They now, help each other. They, they do. Moving, agility. So now when you, you put on football pads, I'm moving a different way. No question, man. So I don't know why they're not allowed to. I don't either. I, I really don't. But that's yeah, all I want to say. That's been happening for a long time. <laughs> I that's been, and I, I've, I just I've, found out about this like a couple years ago. I don't even know because I really don't follow high school sports anymore. But I'm like, what do you mean they're not? <laughs> if I could play baseball too, I would have played baseball. Right. But it's the same thing as track. You know, it's so. really happening in the bigger schools. The, the your 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 AAA quad and 5A here in Southwestern yeah, it's, PA, it's where crazy. they specialize everything. And it's a, and now your smaller schools because there's not enough kids, they tend to pull from, yeah. which I think is better. It's definitely better. Well, yeah, and the programs are suffering because if I just play whatever football, and I'm really, really good at basketball, now the basketball team's not as good because right. I'm never allowed to play basketball. Right. Even though after football we play pickup at your house all together, and you know yep. you're like, dude, if you were on the team, like we'd be so I can't, I'm not allowed. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, we had three. You know, we went to a, a class A school here. Uh, Cornell, right up the street. Okay, yeah. And uh, in the, in the '80s, we had three. Some of my very good friends were three-letter sports. I mean, they, yeah. they basketball, baseball, and football. And the, we we needed them. Yeah. The school, school was small enough, but we we had to have them. I don't think I, I, I think it all served them well too. Exactly. I mean, I, I I do agree. You know, maybe your senior year, you're more Figure towards football. You know, you know, dial down. Um, like, cause I, I graduated with uh, Walker. So he didn't play basketball his senior year, right? Because he wanted to focus on baseball, right? So I agree stuff like that, but like all the way up, just do whatever because you never know. Like I didn't really get good at football until like well after college, okay? Like where I was like, wow, I'm okay. Good. So I mean, I was athletic, but it never really hit me because some people, you know, mature yeah. at different levels, yeah, yeah. But not playing all those sports would have just put you what in a box. You play? I played free safety. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, you love to hit that. Right? I love to hit. I love to hit. <laughs> so I tore my shoulder, but, um, you know, it, it was fun. But it's, just have your kids be active. Like, okay. I clear – I mean, I I see what you're saying because my senior year we played in the state championship game. And we missed a lot of the basketball season. Got it. And four of the five starters played football. Yeah. There's so I overlap. So I felt really bad because the one kid, all we did was basketball. All we did. Got it. So we're sitting in the stands watching. I'm like, this is just crazy to me. But I understand stuff like that. But right. I mean, that just shows you four out of our five starters play football. Yeah, yeah. What what led you to personal training? Like, what's your background there? I really don't. I that's a hard question. I mean, I just personally like to do it. And I was the kid at the gym, go to the biggest guy, like, oh, my God, what do you do? And he was like, hey, come work out with me. I'll show you. I was like, oh, cool. So I just started embracing that because a lot of kids are asking me, oh, you're, you're big. You know, what do you, what do you do? I'm like, come work out with me. So it never was like work to me. It was like I'm just trying to help because someone helped me. And you enjoyed sharing. Yeah, someone helped me. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to let me tie. you coming up 10 tomorrow? 
yeah, I'll be here at 10. I'll have my dad drop me off 10 o'clock, right? And then you call me, where you at? I'm like, what? this person doesn't even know me. Why does he care if I'm here or not? Yeah. So now I'm that because I'm like, I'm going to live regardless. It'd be nice to have someone sure. shed some knowledge. Sure. And then it just transpired. Like Everything I've done has <laughs> not had a plan. I've never had a set. It's awesome. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. It's Yeah, it's evolved and maybe taking a hard left or a hard right to that. And then I just run with it okay. because everything that I'm, I'm running with now is not, does not feel like work to me. does not feel like a job to me. Um, it just feels natural. And I think, you know, a lot of people are like talk about retirement and I say, you're retired when you're doing what you want to, you, you, you're retired when you're doing what you love to do. Amen. I say I'm retired right now. I, I, I love to do it. You know, I, Amen. I can block off my day and come sit and talk to you for five hours. Yeah. I can yeah, do yeah. it. Right you know, I, I don't have to miss any of my daughter's events. I can do it. I don't have to call off work. I don't have to put a request in. Right. You know, right. are you free next week? I mean, just let me know in advance and I can. So to me, that's re- that, that's retirement. You can actually do what you love to do and also make money at it. But the more important thing is to do what you love to do. Are to you have happy? Time. Yeah. I am happy. Yeah. And how you're spending your time is it making you happy. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, I mean, there's slow days, but it's like you can, you know, do other things. Like, you know, I'm helping my dad a lot more. I'm doing... Um, you know, just a lot more things I never used to do because you're stuck at a nine to five and you right. can't leave that location right. to, to do things, you know, go and get an oil change at one o'clock and Amen. Just little stuff like Amen. that. Like, the oh, joys- doctor's apartment, what time? Hey, you tell me what good doctor. I'm, I'm pretty open to the, that. The joy of entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's, Flexible it's, schedule. But it's just that that freedom is very, very nice. And it's hard. It's funny. You can, I've often found that you can share that concept of that freedom with those who are still working nine to five and they think it sounds amazing, but it doesn't, it's not enough to compel most to try to go do something that because it's, it's in them. I think it's in most yeah, people. It's in everybody. There's always there's ideas to, yeah. to, to, to explore and try to create a different kind of life, but there's a big amount of human fear there. Would you not agree? I mean, there's, here's the thing. It, it has to work. I think Will Smith said, "There's no point no to choice. have a have a plan B. It just takes away from plan A." Absolutely right. So, what 100%. if it doesn't work? I don't even know what that. Mean. What do you mean? What if it yeah. doesn't work? Yeah, it's going to work. No matter how many times I have to change yeah. my processes, it's going to work. But that's the thing. People think work means like, well, it's been like six months. Okay, yeah. I, it's not on a time frame. I don't know. It could be two years, four years, five years, ten years. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it will happen because you keep chipping away every day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I just come in here every day and I punch the wall once. Eventually, my hand's going to go through your wall. Not going to happen tomorrow. Right. Probably not going to happen in two years. But people stop punching walls. No doubt. Because they're tired. No question. I'm not getting anywhere. And it may hurt a little bit. Oh, I saw a crack. I got a crack today. Now you just got the bush, the, the push you need to keep going another two years maybe. But people don't do that. Attention spans shorter now, do you think? Why is there less drive? Complacency. Because life's too easy? We have too much technology to entertain us. We've got big screen TVs and yeah, there's, we have too much around us to make life comfortable and quote unquote fun. There's video games you can play on big televisions for these kids. I don't know. I'm grasping at ideas. I mean, yeah, that's a hard question. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, like, I, I grew up, you know, in the early nineties, let's say I was born in 85, but I personally, you know, my, my dad's a hard worker, always just grinding. And I'd think I got that from my dad. So a lot of, people nowadays don't have that hard you know worker mm-hmm. um, like my dad worked the same job for 44 years mm-hmm. so to me it's just like that's a long time <laughs> to do long, any job that's a long, that's a long, long time, time for me to be a trainer like that's mm-hmm. a long time so it's like it just shows 
that you can grind and, and do something like that whole steel worker mentality. Right. It's like physically they're they're beating themselves up, but then they're also working on another craft. Right. They're not trying to be a steel worker the whole time. Right. Right. But right. now they're just wired different, and you can't stop someone that is wired. Like I just put a twelve hour shift it's in. Exciting though. And now I'm going home and building a car like yeah it's exciting it's that kind of mindset i have it's like what's next like what's next let's go mm-hmm. let's go i'm not just like i put my nine to five and i'm good and that then that complacency is a big thing i'm gonna go i i deserve that beer in the refrigerator yeah. or a case or a half yeah, a case I earned and it. and I, I earned time sitting in my lazy boy yep. watching my favorite television shows exactly there's no, if that's all you want out of life, it's okay. I it mean, is. you can do it. I mean, and you, and you did work hard for for eight hours. You, if you feel you deserve it, God bless you. I no, mean, that's a long time. I mean, but for me, oh. yeah, yeah, I get, it. I get it, my friend. It's it either it's it's that entrepreneurial thing, you know, and it's either in there and in here, or it's not. I mean, just looking back at just you know, your, if you look back at your life, it's like I've always had that mindset of question authority, question why. This can be done this way. Right. I'm not saying that I have the the, the brains to maybe do something. Build a lava lamp. Yeah. But <laughs> I, always, I always just look at stuff, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. there has to be a better way to, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's always been me. It's like just question authority. Why? Because that's right. how it is. Right. No, well, why it. is it how it is? I get Because it. you told me it is? Always question. Question everything. No. Believe nothing. Question everything. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I just go with the flow. I mean, it's going to, no matter how much you try to do something, if it's not in your card, it's not in your cards. Mm -hmm. And once you realize that it's going to help you realize a lot of other things and go in the directions that you should, you can keep forcing it. They quit after their first rejection, not rejection, but they quit their first, it is a rejection when it's just not in your cards. Some people take it personally and they consider that failure so heavy. They just can't keep going. My, you know, High school basketball coach, uh, Dave DeGorio. I, when you yell at me, I shut down. So he would always yell at me, and I'm like, well, take me out of the game then. If, if you don't like what I'm doing, take me out. And then finally he told me when I stop yelling at you is when I give it up on you because he saw so much potential. Right. But me being the person I am, I just don't parents didn't, yell didn't at me. Anyone yells, I shut down. Yeah, didn't react. And I'm like, fine, I'll just sit here. I don't care. Like, <laughs> if we lose, I wasn't in the game. So it's like. Right. And then I realized that, you know, he saw a lot and expected more, right. which is why he was on me more. I'm like, why aren't you on him? He's not doing anything. I'll practice. <laughs> but it's just kept pushing me. So, you know, rejection is, is good. I mean, I've, my, my whole life have been rejected. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, you know, just even, I guess everything stemmed from sports. Just being rejected. Oh, you know, so-and-so is a senior next year, so you're not going to start. Okay. We'll see. What happens? I start over the senior. Like, to me, that stuff just fuels me. It's fuel. Like, you know I'm going to be a senior next year, so you're not going to start. All right. We'll see. You know, because the coach is going to play the best person. I don't care if you're a senior or not. So the more someone tells you you can't do yeah. something, yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, like I said, when it's going to happen. Right. But before I'll die, I'll, hey, remember, you said this, I did it. I love that. And then I'm just good with it. It's not, <laughs> it's not calling you to brag. It's just, I said I was going to do it, and I'm just the man of my word. It's word. So just if a I conversation. It, I said I was going to do it. I did it's, it. It's going to happen. And now you know. <laughs> now you know. Who was that? Who was that, honey? Wow, he actually did it. Man. You know, and it makes them think now, and then maybe Certainly. it's going to make them try something that Certainly. they wanted to do. So, I mean, it's all about how you go about it. But that's just like, if you tell me, like, I'll figure it out. I will figure out how to do this. Right. Like I said, I can't tell you a timeline. Okay. But, 
you know, hopefully within five years, three, but you know, I, it will happen. So you were a quote unquote personal trainer at one of the larger gyms, right? That was, was, so, that, your, was that your first kind of formal introduction into being a trainer? Well, at the larger gyms, I actually ran the training department. Okay. So I didn't train you. Um, but I would, um, like give you an assessment okay. and then I would pitch training to you. Oh, you were a salesman. He was a salesman. Exactly. Which I never, <laughs> I don't even like selling stuff. So honestly, well, I mean, I, I did sell a lot, but the higher ups did not really like the way I did things because I don't care if you buy or not. Got it's it. like, you know, if you need it, you know, if you can yeah. afford it, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you can't afford it because right No. Right. So they always say, ask for it. I never would. I never asked for the sale. And I'm like, all right, you can go. They're like, you're not going to try to sell me? I'm like, if you don't want it, I already, you don't want it. I laid it out to you. You yeah. already know. I mean, Major they're like, oh. And they would walk away. And they're like, oh, when they walk away from the desk, they're 10 times likely not to come back. Guess who calls tomorrow? Yeah. Is Alex in? Who it's was that? the way you oh, handled it. That, well, that was the guy from yesterday. I mean, it's just everyone's trying to sell someone something. So I'm like, especially like with your health. Like, I, I could tell you all the benefits, but you know them. Yeah. So if you want to do it, you're going to yeah. do it. I'm not going to, you're not going to do it because I said one little thing. Right. You know? Right. So it's just finding, what I like to do is find people's whys. So I have a lot of clients, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. Why? Oh, because I'm fat. All right. Well, we know that, but why do you want to lose 50 pounds? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Why? Because I'm fat. Okay. So what's significant about the number 50? Like I keep going and make some people uncomfortable. They're like, well, look at me. I, I am. Okay. So why 50 again? Why not 40? Well, 50 was what I weighed before I got married. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Right. You got an anniversary coming up? What, right. what you got going on? Oh yeah. It's actually our 30th. Oh, nice. Nice. What, you guys going on a trip? Yeah. I'm trying to get ready. Like just cause you throw a number 20 pounds. Why did the doctor tell you you should lose 20 pounds for health reasons? Like why? You're I, trying to get to the reason. Exactly. I, it, so to me it's, yeah, I could, I could put you through a great workout. But I want it to be more of I'm a friend and I'm actually trying to change your life. Got it. Not just work you out. All right. Well, you got to hurry up. I got another one coming in five minutes. Yeah. Like, no, I know all my clients. I know about their kids. I know about their right. problems. Right. You know, you're a therapist um, indirectly. And once you can tap into that and find someone's why, you can push them so much harder. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, remember that? Yeah. I want to fit in these pants. Bring the pants down to the gym. Why? Mm-hmm. Just bring them down. We're going to try them on once a week. Oh, wow. Look, they're getting a little better and better, better. Now you can physically see something. It's just yeah. putting basically a name to something or a face to something is what how I like to do training. I'm not just doing this cookie cutter workouts yeah. where you come and then uh, another guy your same age comes, but you guys are friends. Oh, you said the same thing? No. We yeah. did something completely different. Oh, we, oh I did this. And it's all like so it's I really, all tailored to the individual. Exactly. I mean, I really don't do any marketing for my business, per se. I mean, yeah, I got the pay, the Facebook page and the website, mm-hmm. so people can go book sessions. But it's just me posting me in the gym, me posting clients and word of mouth. And I think that's how you get a good base of clients. Because right. if you come to me and want me to be your trainer, I don't have to be your trainer. I can say no. Right. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> it's beautiful. And then uh, what happens when you tell someone no? They, they want to know why. <laughs> they they want to know why. And and they they, they they feel like we were talking about before, people feel um I forgot the uh 
not obligated. Um, entitled. Entitled. Yes. Yes. No, I'm not going to train you. Well, how much is so and so paying? I'll pay double. No. It is about the money. No. Really? I'll pay triple. No. Triple. Wait, hold. Trip. Triple. Triple uh, gets thinking. <laughs> no, but no. You know, so That's it's a just tough no. <laughs> but it's it's just like that because I want my business and my clients to feel yeah. that it's it's just not. Oh, he's a trainer. Okay. No, everyone okay. does not train with me. Right. That's good. Because if I'm because the the main reason is you're my billboard. Got it. Oh, no question. No question. No doubt about it. Because what are you going to say? You're going to go home. Oh, honey, I got a trainer. Okay, cool. Two months go by. Uh, you, you told everyone you had a trainer now because, you right. know, that's what people do. Right. So now I thought you had a trainer. What, Alex, right? Uh, it's going well, right? So then now I, I already shut myself off just because of you. Absolutely. Because you weren't ready, and I knew that when I talked to you, uh-huh. and I knew that you weren't going to commit. Mm-hmm. But now I have this one client that just said, oh, I mean, yeah, I trained with him, but – Yes, that's a bad investment for you. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd rather lose yeah. you as a potential client than yeah. when you're not. I'm, I told people you're not ready. Yeah. When, when am I going to be? You're not ready. Got it. I'm not going to risk my reputation. No. On that's your advertising. That's your marketing. Me training you five days, five days a week and you going home eating shit. Right. Sorry. Because then you're going to blame me. <laughs> of course you always blame, blame the you're trainer blame man. you blame the gym you blame the trainer yep, the hours <laughs> I could never no no you canceled I'll, I'll show everybody all the cancels and texts that you showed me so it's like so that's why I just like it's more all right. for the right reasons okay so you have a mantra which is pray focus grind yes and there, it's I've seen it on on sweatshirts t-shirts I've, I've seen it incorporated in your social media and you have now and I don't want to call it a gym. I don't want to call it a studio, but you do your personal training at your facility. Correct. Am I right? Yes. Which is Pray Focus Grind. Yep. So what's the concept there? So it is a private personal training facility, uh, studio uh, based. So you would come in, it would just be me and you one-on-one. Okay. Um, the reason why, I mean, I do do some groups, but I would like to have one-on-one. So you feel more comfortable. You can be more of yourself. Um, a lot of people are judged in the gym they always feel someone's looking at them Mm -hmm. they can't really be themselves so in my facility it's just me and you you're more relaxed and i'm more relaxed and like i said i get to know you more and actually we're going to have a a better workout than than you go into the gym so it's basically that you have your own private gym huh it's how my facility works okay and i'm just there it's basically i come to your house to train you is the the feel that that i want to get in my facility yeah, and I've seen the photos, and you've done a lot of work there, yeah. too. Did you do that work? Did I did you, everything. Yep. You did everything. I did everything. Yeah, yeah I like the theme. You've, I think I think cause I, I love black walls, oh, yeah. black tile. It's, it's like, all matte black. Yeah. I actually just painted, Very cool. painted the ceilings Very cool. black. I was staring at it during quarantine. I'm like, I'm going to go buy paint. It paints, <laughs> paints decently cheap now. And uh, I painted it. But it just, I wanted to make it look different because, you know, like I said, social media, everyone's posting. You see pictures from LA Fitness and all these places. You know where it is. Oh, that's right. LA Fitness. So right. I want my picture to be like, where's that at? That's an, I know he's in Pittsburgh, but I've never seen. And then you, you want to search and try to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm all about just bringing attention to it. But it's basically like you have a personal trainer that comes to your house is, is the feel that I want to give out at my facility. Wow. Like you play your own. You can play your own music if you want. Okay. I don't care what you put on. Okay. You know, I'm there all day. I listen to the same stuff. Please put something else on. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> I listen to country. I don't care. Like, I, I've listened to everything. I've maxed out on my Pandora's scripts. So... <laughs> It's nice to me, and it, you feel more comfortable. I mean, what place can you go to play your own music or something? Yeah. 
Like, I don't you, care what you listen to. So it's extremely client centric. Then I yep. mean, it's like it, the whole the whole place is just geared around the comfort of the client. The comfort of the client, and like I said, you could come in the day and like today's legs, we'll say, or, or something, and you're like, I'm not really feeling legs. All right, well, we're not going to do legs. Change on. it up. Yeah, you know, a lot of trainers are just rigid. like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Why would I make you do something if you don't feel like doing it? Mentally, you don't feel like doing it. Your body's not going to feel like doing it, which is going to cause a greater chance of an injury. Because you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone to the gym today. Oh, today's leg day. I do a couple squats. I'm not really feeling it today. So I'll just do, I don't know, maybe back. Okay. And then tomorrow, oh, it's feeling good today. I'll do it. So whenever you feel good doing something, go, go. I mean, why? Just because today is supposed to be leg day. I have to do legs today. Right. Don't do be you? rigid for the sake of being rigid. No. It's like, are you getting ready for something? Are you competing for something? No. Got it. You don't have to do this workout today, you can do it tomorrow. Just switch to days. Switch Friday with today. Like, you're still going to work out. Right. But if something's tight, maybe you were doing yard work and, all oh, my shoulders are tight. Like, well, don't do it then. Right. So it's very simple. But people, society, it's just X, Y, Z. No, this is my split. I have to do Wednesday leg. I don't know why Wednesday's leg day. But it's like, Wednesday I have to do legs. Uh-huh. Why? I love that. <laughs> you I, do like that word, don't you? <laughs> but no, no one has an answer for that. Why do yeah. you have to? Why do you have to do this today? Yeah. Good question. They don't, it's, and you, know. you should be questioning it. Yeah, that's good. So I want to make that's people good. think, and my whole goal is to teach you enough that you don't need me. Um, I'd love to keep you as a client if you want to keep going. You know, after we, we've we've hit your goals, but I want you to be able to go do it on your own. How about that? So when you go on vacation, you can go to the hotel gym and you can feel comfortable using the machines, using the weights. You can put together your own workout is what I'm trying to teach. If you want to keep coming to me year after year, that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I want to teach you enough. Mm -hmm. So it's more teaching, not just a lot of this. Just give a little taste, a little taste. So now you're slowing your progress because I want to keep you on to keep you paying. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the commercial gym thing because I, I don't I don't go to them. I think I un, I belonged to one twenty years ago for like a month. Yeah, uh, it wasn't an embarrassing thing for me really, but I will tell you I'm, I was always more comfortable walking on my own treadmill at home or having or, or working out with a friend, going running, going jogging, going walking. Yeah, that personal one on one communication. There's there's something to that I think as opposed to just being I don't know shuttled in like cattle and just going at it yeah. and there's also a lot of apprehension people have in this country too with their weight and everything's associated with it am I right Yeah there is I mean I mean I see it I mean I, I still go to um, a lot of other gyms too even though I have a facility um, just to switch it up for me personally but right. like I said a lot of people just feel uncomfortable I mean sometimes I feel uncomfortable you know in gyms I'm, I'm very self conscious of you know just how I look and just, just everything. So, I can't even imagine how some other people think. They look at you. Oh, you look great. No, I can work on this. Like, oh, we're our toughest critic. Exactly. Right? I'm like, no, uh, you know, cut the carbs down. <laughs> no, no. But so, and that, and that, what, you know, all these people, they never get over that, and then they never make change. Okay. So okay, I enough. would join a gym. You know, they join like curbs, and then all the curbs shut down. So where do all the people go that used to go to curbs? Where do all, uh, all those women go? You know, now they're trying to do maybe online classes or stuff like that. So I want my place to be a safe haven. Right. I mean, I have clients that are coming to me from after surgery. And then I have clients that we go hard with. 
So it's the whole spectrum is what I love to train because it's it's different. Maybe you're coming in, we're blasting music, you're going hard. The next client, it's more of a rehab right. uh, workout right. Um, to me because some people can't afford rehab after they get the, you know, the designated how many visits mm-hmm. they get. Mm-hmm. But now you can come to me and we can continue to do the stuff that you used to do there and slowly right. add and build. Right. So it's just things we take for granted. Um, I mean, I have one client and like she um, lets me post her because I'm very proud of her. And, you know, just a normal riser. She had a hard time stepping up on it with her right side. Now she can step on with uh, it raised. Right on. It's like the little things. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's a hard time going upstairs. And now she's able to go upstairs. So it's all not just, oh, get you in shape, get you shredded. You know, the picture, how society has a trainer mm-hmm. portrayed. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Like, I help someone be able to go up the stairs, be able to get on the bus now. But they don't have to lower the bus when they get on. Got it. So to me, that's, that's a lot better than me teaching you how to bench 500 pounds. Right. Nor is my facility, I can, but that's not what I want to do. Um, so you're looking for maximum impact in their life where they need it. Exactly. I mean, that's why, I mean, I do take on athletes. I will. I just haven't got any yet um, because a lot of parents, like you said, oh, my kid's the best. My kid's the best. Yeah. All do you right. even want that aggravation? I really don't. <laughs> I mean, the, the kid that like wants to work, yeah, that's fine. But, I mean, nowadays, it's like the, these school programs are so good. Yeah. Like, you don't even need, unless, you know, you're already projected D1, then, yeah, you're going to go to a specialist. But, I, like I said, average American that wants to change their life. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily their weight, but just change their life, their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Maybe just be active to, you know, we're, we're supposed to go to Colorado and go on a hike. I won't be able to make the hike. Train Got someone it. like that, not Got just, it. I'm going to get ready for a marathon. Train someone like that. Again, finding the why. Exactly. Just different. And that's what keeps me guessing and learning more. Okay. Because, okay, I know a little bit about this. I don't know enough, but I will research it. So now I find out more information on how to train okay. someone that wants to get ready for a hike to Colorado. Okay. It's completely different. Okay. Like just, okay, we're just going to lift. Got it's it. It's changing your whole life. So those are the people that I... Uh, like to help, <clears throat> like to help, and um, you know people that I'm trying to reach and the clients that uh, I get the most most joy out of. We're so confused in this country in regards to nutrition. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree? Yes. Uh, and you know, it's moderate carbs, no carbs. You know, meat, no meat, dairy, no dairy. So I want to ask you, what what do you? For yourself, what 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 do you do? And knowing that every you know, it's just your thing and your opinion. But what do you? How do you try to answer that question when one of your clients says, "Okay, tell me what to eat"? Because I'm sure people ask you that. They do. Tell me what to eat. So the thing can is, you tell them what to eat? I, I really can't. It's all trial and error. It, I, I mean, I could tell you eat X Y Z. You could get results. You could not. It's all trial and error. I mean, there's so many variables. Your metabolism, like there's. <laughs> So much. Right. And I'm not a registered dietitian. Right. So I can't even really tell you. You know, I can tell you, oh, yeah, replace this rice with this rice. You know, try lowering your carbs. General mm-hmm. general things. But even with me, it's trial and error. Um, so me, I try to get a lot of carbs in, but that works for me. Got it. If you want to look like me, and I, what do you eat? It doesn't matter what I eat. You're completely different. Mm-hmm. I eat burgers every day. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Hey, you're a burger fanatic, aren't I love you? It, yeah. I eat burgers every day. Well, not every day, but I, I you know, I'm not like, oh, it was a cheat day. No. You know, it's just because. I We've mean, conditioned ourselves in this country. We're yeah. so. It's like, like, it's a cheat day? Like, I'm sitting there at the restaurant is, eating a burger. They're like, like, is it cheat day? I'm like, yeah, what? It's just silly. I was just hungry. I had right. a hard lit. Like, right. I mean, 
obviously, do you like, watch calories? No. Do you watch carbohydrates? No. So you're very in tune with your own personal metabolism yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, I used to when I competed and I did a show. I did all to that. Get shredded. I can do all that. I didn't like it, but I was so in tune with it that I can look at it and make that's probably like 40, 50 carbs. Like I can, Got it. I don't have to physically scan a label. Right. To, I can just right. magic, you know, kind of see. So to me, it's like, I really only eat like breakfast, which like today I had like eight eggs and I had a, um, a blueberry muffin from Dunkin' Donuts. And then I worked out today mm-hmm. before I came here. So they're like, oh, you had a blueberry muffin. Yeah, but I used that energy, that carbs, that 40 to 50 carbs mm-hmm. for my workout. Mm-hmm. And I haven't ate yet. So after I leave here, I'll probably eat, get something, and that's it. I don't eat the five meals a day. Yeah. I don't eat if I'm not hungry. Right. There's no reason to. And Americans eat out of boredom. Yeah. Exactly. I don't snack at all. I, I've never been a snacker. I'm not a sweets. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's like some Twizzlers or Starburst, but that's not stuff you like. Yeah. Just keep yeah. popping. You know, pretzels are here. I'm not going to just keep eating do you do you believe in liquid protein like doing protein shakes i do yeah i take protein um after i work out all the time um my protein has a um uh, carbohydrates in it too as well okay to help with my glycogen levels okay so my shake has about 100 carbs in it after i work out so after okay so the key is to i'm just trying to keep on size and maintain so the key is i'll eat my meal and then after a meal i'll chug my shake and i'm full for like the rest of the day Got it. People that drink their shake when they get in the car from the gym, now you're not going to eat. Right. I'd rather you eat your, you know, right. your, your, your vitamins and, and your nutrition, not nutrition, but you know what I'm talking about. But um, but if someone's overweight, let's say someone comes to you and needs these 50 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, and they look and you get to the, you, you find the why, and they say, can you give me, start me on something? Can you give me some advice on on how to construct my diet? What would you say? What are you doing now? And then I always would, comes back to that. I would okay. take to what you're doing now. And throw in well instead of, I never tell people, don't and you can't. Don't eat that. I said well instead of eating a whole pizza, why don't you just eat like two slices? Right. To moderation. Oh, I'm allowed to eat pizza. Moderation. Yeah. yeah. I'm never gonna tell you not to eat pizza. Yeah. I eat pizza. Yeah. And then when you tell someone they can't do something, what are they gonna do? They're gonna do it anyways. Mm-hmm. So well, they're like, gonna binge on it after you haven't had exactly. it for a month. Yeah. Just don't have the whole pizza. You know, order the small. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But then also, you know, through our workouts, you know now that that small pizza is detrimental to what you're trying to do. No question. So you you figure that out on your own. Right. Because I've told you that, like I said, no, not a large pizza every night. Just try a small, see how that Got works. It. And then now you keep, you get a little more results just from that large to a small cut, the right. calories and carbs. Right. Now you're like, do I really need, maybe I'll just eat two, a small pizza is going to last me a week now. Like, you can still enjoy life. I mean, if you can, there's so much good food out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much good food. There's no question. So, <laughs> especially in this town. So, I mean, to tell you can't. I mean, it's just moderate. I mean, my opinion, it's, it's carbs. Your carb intake. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you're not going to work out today, you don't need to have a lot of carbs. Got it. Look at carbs as energy. Right. You know, do I want to have a pizza? You want to go get a pizza tonight? Like, I look at carbs as energy. Okay. So, do I want to have a coffee at 8 p.m.? No. I don't need a coffee at 8 p.m., so I don't need to go have pizza at 8 p.m. Got it. It's how I look at it. Um, Eat cars before workout, right? Yeah, you use them. Um, I think uh, Sylvester Stallone was talking about how he eats all his junk food in the morning because he has all day to burn it off. (laughs) He doesn't really eat eat it the rest of the day. But it's it's just everything in moderation, and everybody's body is different. Right. Metabolism, genetics, like it's so different. I mean, I was the kid that was like, what do you eat? 
all right, I need mom, I need tuna, I need <laughs> chicken breast, I need rice. Right. Wow. That's, that, that sounds. Wait, let me see. Rice, grilled chicken, or uh, okay. skinless chicken and tuna sounds like you're preparing for a show. Yeah. Asparagus, <laughs> broccoli. Right. Right. Oh, that's so boring. You know, yeah. Mrs. Dash salt, uh, uh, seasoning, yeah. you know, low in sodium. Right. But it's like these are average Americans. Yeah. That are still going to grow out in the summer. That are still going to go to sporting events and eat. And they're still going to ride through and get McDonald's. Exactly. They're still going to. I mean, I do every once in a while, and now I like get sick after I do it just because it tastes good. But then I'm like, just having all that grease in my system. Yeah. So it's sort of like the stove's yeah. hot. Well, how hot is it? And you keep and you touch it. Now you don't do it again. Right. So it's sort of you have to try Understood. it. Try and error for yourself. Understood. I'm not going to tell you don't go to McDonald's, but you know how you feel. Well, you're well. You're obviously a burger <clears throat> enthusiast, right? So, yes. so tell me the best burgers in town. Uh, Alex Simmons says the best burgers I've tried in town are. Besides well, your own grill. There's two places that I, I personally like the burgers. Okay. Is I like a place called Dive, uh, Dive yeah. Bar and Grill. Where's that at? Um, the first one was in Wexford. Um, there's one in the south side now, Lawrenceville. And I think they're building another one out um, north. Okay. But I just like their their burgers there. They're big. Their buns are soft. Um, I also like Stax Burgers. I, okay. go, I frequent there a lot. All right. <laughs> um, All right. And uh, Hello Bistro. Okay. And I want a really healthy healthier burger because I love Hello Bistro's burgers because they're not greasy. Mm-hmm. I don't feel weighed down after I eat it. And they have their fries or like the like the potato patch fries, like the, the fresh cut ones. Mm-hmm. But I get them with no salt because sometimes they put too much salt on yeah. it. It's all some person has a heavy hand and I'm like, you really eat stuff like this? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, a lot of salt. I like a, salt, but I'm like, I'll just say no yeah. salt just to, but we I mean, salt everything in this country. Don't oh. we? Salt and I can taste it because I really don't cook with salt. Right. And I can just taste it. I'm like, no. But I mean, I, I love the, those kind of places. Um, I, I do need to venture out a little more downtown and try some of these hole in the wall mm-hmm. uh, burger places. And you uh, tried any like uh, places where there's alternate, not alternative meats. I don't mean fake meat. I mean like uh, like an elk burger. Have you ever had an elk I had, burger? I had an elk burger. What a uh, burgatory. Mm-hmm. I tried that. Bison I tr- burger. Yep, I tried their uh, the Beyond Burger. Did not uh, like that. Uh, what fake stuff? Did not like yeah. that. Did, that did not sit well. It's too salty for At me. At all. It's just, they're, all, they're all salty. It just crumbled apart when I was trying to eat it. and they had the, A lot of soy uh, in those things, the too. Heme in it to, to give it the blood look, and it just did not sit well. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad tasting, but it just didn't sit well. But I, I love the elk, bison. Um, even you, know, the, you try doing like the like burgatory. You can do like the chicken, but that actually like make the burger. So it's yeah, like ground, it's good to have ground options. chicken, ground chicken, ground turkey. Yeah, it's good to have options. Yeah, no question. It's good to have options. And then try something different too. It is. I mean, you got to try on air and some places, like the hole in the wall places, they give you huge burgers. Yeah, of course, I can't even eat the whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> and it's like ten bucks, but then you go and get a specialized burger, it's like seventeen dollars. I know. It's like for what? I know. And then my personal opinion is a place that calls themselves a burger place that does not serve fries with their burger. I cannot trust. You have to have fries. That's you know, an fri- American you know fries are extra. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, we come with chips. <laughs> Burger and chips. chips. This isn't like, England. Yeah, it's not London. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, fries are extra. How are fries extra? Yeah. So I don't trust any place that says they're a burger place that you don't get a burger and fries. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you cook? I do. Um, just really basic. Um, a lot of eggs and fish. Okay. I really don't cook burgers and things at home. You don't grill your own burger? No. It's almost sacrilegious for you, probably. I know. <laughs> no, I, no, it's a lot of a lot of fish. 
a lot of salmon. Um, uh, I like tilapia. A lot of people say it's not really good for you, but I like it. Yeah. It's cheap for the amount that I'm eating. There isn't a lot, right? Isn't it real thin? It's really thin. Well, I mean, like the for the cost. Oh. Of yeah. uh, versus salmon. Obviously, I would eat oh, salmon yeah. three times a day. Yeah. But yeah. Who's paying that? You know. Right. Right. So right, right, right. I fill it with tilapia, but I personally like the taste of it. Yeah, tilapia is very tasty. I do. I use um, Old Bay, uh-huh. a little bit of Old Bay, and I'm good to go. I mean, mm-hmm. I can get a, I think it's a pound. Maybe two pounds from um, Aldi's for like six bucks. Right on. That's a whole day eating. Yep. Rather than me buying one salmon for six bucks. Got it. So I'm all about if it tastes good to me in the quantity because of how much I do eat when I'm in these moods to, you know, bulk or do whatever. Okay. And just never left from playing sports. Right. Eating spaghetti at night before a game. And so it's always just go, go, go. But I'm slowly eating when I need to now and just trying to be just more health conscious and just, you know, I'm not hungry. Don't eat, you know, you're not starving yourself. I'm yeah. not starving myself. Yeah. I want to eat. I can, but right. do I really need to go. No, I don't, you know, maybe I'll make a, I don't know, have some eggs at home. Like Ed we're so undisciplined thing. in this country though for food. Why is oh, yeah. it? How'd that happen? I, I mean, mean we're, we're the, probably, there's a lot of additives in our foods now yeah. too, right? I mean, I saw a picture on, I think it was Facebook of different, lunches around the world uh i think high school and middle school lunches and just look at ours compared to you know italy and all these other countries mm-hmm. you know, america is number one obese no question uh pittsburgh is one of number one obese cities how about that um so why that is i don't know pierogies um, <laughs> a lot of people say because it's uh romantis is good yeah well because it's um it's gloomy it's dark yeah People aren't out and about being active, right? Um, unless you live, to make gray skies. Yeah, I mean, unless you live downtown, sky. right? Southside, uh, Lawrenceville, Millville, um, like East Liberties, things like that. You're not really walking around right. and going places like right. other cities. You're biking, you're walking because you can. Right. You know, I mean, down here in Korea, yeah, you can, but it's just very small area. Everywhere else, you have to drive to. Mm-hmm. You have to drive to. So, mm-hmm. doesn't help. But no, it doesn't. You help. know, in the gloomy and just. Yeah, we're indoors a lot in this. Indoors we're indoors a lot. a lot in Pittsburgh. It's like, what are you doing today? It's ninety and sunny. Everyone like freaks out. Like, <laughs> like okay, like, uh, you're not going to be outside today. I'm like, I was outside yesterday. Like, I don't, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> like, everything's packed. That's outside when it's nice. Yeah, and it's just like funny to me because it's like, yeah, wow. You're like myself. You know, born and raised here, and and lived uh, in this area. My, you lived in in Pittsburgh your entire life, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, but you traveled a lot, I'm guessing, too. A little bit, yeah. Were I actually you... used to live down. I used to live down in Neville for a little bit. Oh, get out, really? I was. I actually always used to eat. <laughs> talk about food at Anthony's. Anthony Junior. Back in the day, they had like five dollar pizzas on Tuesdays, and I would always go there. And you get mean, a the, the, an, it's like a couple, yeah, couple yeah, down. Right okay, down yeah. There. I always used to get their pizza oh, right back on. in the day because it was like five bucks. Right on. And um, yeah, so <laughs> I was Fair down enough. in the street. I mean, Fair I, enough. That's about the only place I went in that market grocery store. They had good meats there. Yeah, the cash market. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, they have excellent meats. They do. There you go. Small world. See, I like hole in the wall places. Nothing wrong with that. The um, so when you travel though, because I, I would travel and come back, and and not that every place I went was spectacular, but the weather in most places I went was way better than this. So much and, better. Yeah, and it's just it's it's hard to come back to gray skies. It is. But then I mean, also we, we appreciate it when it is. You know, those three days a year we get a blue us. sky. What the last couple of days were all. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, they were. And everything they shut were. down. 
It's all shut down. <laughs> and I think Pittsburghers complain a lot about humidity because we do get we that do is. get a lot of humidity in this valley. Yeah, we do. That is. It's it's, oh, it's rough. But I mean, I mean, if you go to other places, you don't even really notice that it's nice all the time because you're just on vacation and it should a be snapshot. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, all week it was nice. Wow. You don't really. That's you go home, and it's like, oh, Wednesday. You want to try to play basketball outside on Wednesday? It's not supposed to. Not supposed to rain. Right. Wednesday that's is a good exactly day. Exactly right. I'm gonna cut the grass on Wednesday. You know. So even in being a baseball family, you know, uh, just scheduling kids' baseball games is always tough because yep. there's always at right. least one or two rainy days each week. Right. Yep. <laughs> it has to be. But the good thing about it is, like, even playing basketball, it's raining here in Corey. It's uh, not raining in North Park. I know. That's exactly right. I'm like, are you going to play basketball? I'm like, it's raining. <laughs> it's not raining here. I'm like, what are you? I'm looking out the window right now. It's pouring down rain. Yeah, wait 10 minutes. It's like it would be done. And then it will dry up. Uh-huh. So exactly like, we'll right. just play in like an hour. It'll be dry. Like, what do you mean it'll be dry? Like, it'll, it'll dry up. <laughs> My friend, this was great. I loved it. I cannot thank you enough. I, I was looking forward to this one, and I'm, I'm glad you accepted the invitation. I wasn't sure you were going to because I never heard you talk on social media. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you're a natural. You're a natural behind the mic. You're, you, you're very, very articulate, and, you, and you're really concise in your thoughts. I mean, this, this is a, this is this is a medium for you, pal. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I hope to have you back. I will be back. Yep. Promise. Definitely. All right. Friends, Alex Simmons, and they can reach you on your platform. It's it's at Average Black Man. Correct. And where, where else can they reach you? Obviously, well, hold on a second. I'm going to get this right. Pray Focus Grind. Yes. That is the name of the gym. Correct. And the name of your movement as well, too. Yep, the website, all that stuff. Yep. Connect with him on Instagram. He's big. Twitter, he's massive. You can't, if you can't find the guy, you're not looking. Just Google. <laughs> Just Google him. All right? I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, sir. All right, friends. We are out. 